Hey, are you believing God in this season? Are you believing God for finances, right? Maybe you're believing God for healing. Uh, maybe you're believing God for deliverance. Just stop it. Oh, stop. Hey, I'm Casey Stone, and I am a lover and an encourager of people. Come on, that's you. I know this faith message is going to help you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, family, I'm Casey Stone. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Come on, I love Mondays because I get to be with you. Maybe this is your first time watching. I'll see you again next week, right? Amen. Everybody take a second, subscribe really quick, and turn on your notifications. In last week's episode, we learned how to receive. We learned how to receive and then increase God's favor in our life. Just in case you missed it, I've added a link right here. I want to make sure that you have an opportunity to see that. You can watch it now. Last week's episode was receiving, and today I want to talk about believing. I know that in Christianity, you've heard phrases, right? We In Christendom, right? Christianese is what some people call it. But in, in Christianity, we've adopted phrases uh, that are common in our faith. And one of the most common ones is believing the Lord for. You've heard it. We're believing the Lord for something, right? Believing the Lord for fill in the blank. If we look in Romans chapter 10 and verse 9, it says, Believe in your heart that God has raised him, that is Jesus, from the dead. Believe. The word believe here in the Greek, the, the word is pistio. And the meaning is to entrust in or to place confidence in. Right? To trust in or to place confidence in. When we believe, it's not hoping that it will happen. Come on. It's not hoping it will happen. This verse is telling us to believe the gospel, right? The gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. That is the gospel. And it did not come into being. It did not happen because we believed it, right? The tomb isn't empty today because we believed it. Come on! We believe or pisio or entrust or place our confidence in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus because it already happened. Come on! We believe the tomb is empty because it already happened. Amen. This is so good. We have to shift our focus, right, in our faith to walk from believing for something to believing in something. Come on, on this side of the cross, me and you, on this side of the cross, have an advantage. Being that when Jesus came, the promise was fulfilled. Come on. We have Romans 10, 9. We believe or have confidence in the fact that God raised him, Jesus, from the dead. We aren't believing for the promise. We're believing in what already happened. How awesome is that? How awesome is that? When the promise was fulfilled, he brought into play the promise of deliverance. Come on, the promise of peace, the promise of rest, the promise of healing. Come on, by his stripes, we were healed. Past tense. We don't have to believe for healing. We believe in what already exists. Woo-hoo, that's good. That's so good. 
In fact, 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 20 says this, the promises of God are yes and amen. The word yes here, I find this very funny. The word yes here is certainly, right? We're asking God for something and he's like, certainly, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. How can there be that much confidence in this unless it already exists? Unless the promises of God are already available, right? I'm not gonna offer my kids candy if I don't have any to give. This is good. How cruel would it be for me to say, hey, you want some candy? And you say, uh, certainly. And I'm like, well, I, don't, I don't have anything to give you. <laughs> That's stupid. We can't say that. That's so good. You know, Romans 4.17 tells us that God who gives life to the dead calls, say calls. He calls those things that are not as though they are. The word calls here in the original text means to give a name to it to give a name to it. God gives a name to something, right? See, God already has called into existence or given a name to what you need. That's so good. But we have to believe in that. We have to believe in that, amen? Come on, this makes Matthew chapter six and verse eight. Come on, it makes it more, more sensible in our lives. Matthew six, eight tells us that God already knows what we have need of before we even ask. Of course he does, right? And if Romans 4, 17 says that he's already given a name to it, meaning it's available, then we can believe in that, right? We can believe in that. Oh, but I can't see it yet, yet, yet. Believe in what Jesus already provided. Believe in what God already planned out. Powerful. We just need to believe in what he's already done. Come on, put our trust in or our confidence in what he has already completed, the completed work of Jesus Christ on the cross, amen? So good. Believe properly today. Come on, let's shift our faith. Let's shift our faith from believing for to believing in. Let's walk this faith thing out right, amen? What do you have need of today? Begin to believe in what Jesus already said was yours. So good, so good. I'm grateful for you in my life. Did you know that? I hope this helped you today. I love you. Yes, you. And I'll see you next week. God bless you.